and welcome to Structured Gibberish, the show that is going to go on way too long because it is Comic-Con week. Comic-Con week! You know, I guess it was. It was last week. And now we have all the news. And we're going to talk about all the news that me and Pat care about and ignoring all the rest. Exactly. It's the American way. <laughs> so, first up, we're going to go fast because we have a hundred thousand sure topics. No, we're not going to go fast at all. We're going to get through the first topic in an hour. And then, you know, another hour for the second topic, and then we'll kind of, you know, half-ass it through the rest of them, I guess. All right. I got a, a new uh, louder mouse. Just so I can hear knows. that. Yeah, it's, yep, it's really, the, it's, it's really working. Okay. I think I can turn that off. Hold on, wait. There you go. How's that? Magic. Yeah. Why, why is that a feature that it can make noise? <laughs> uh, it's one of those free spinning mouse wheels. Oh, nice. Or it could be or it could be a clicky clacker. Anyway, I think I was saying that we have a lot of topics to cover. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna start with the first one. Brian, uh, are you stoned? No, not yet. Segway. Perhaps when Jay and Silent Bob reboot come out comes out. Oh man. Some of you may remember, like, I don't know how many years ago, probably more than I want to think about. Yeah. <laughs> there was a movie called Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, the capstone of the Viewisk universe. And Absolutely. this movie, well, that movie was basically like, let's take all the jokes from the first like four movies and do them again, but in one movie. And this new movie is, let's do all the jokes from that movie again in this movie. Yes. Basically. But, but awesome. Yes. Well, I mean... I thought what it worked said, the first time. But awesome. <laughs> so, uh, I don't even have a who's as I was watching this trailer, I was just like, oh, they're in the movie. They're in the movie. They're in the movie. Okay, everybody's in this movie. Lots of returning people, returning actors. So uh, I want to get it right out. Uh I think the most interesting uh people that were in the thing were um our, our big reveals, basically. So the uh Sorry, I'm already all over the place. Premise of the movie, Blunt Man and Chronic, the the movie and comic book within a movie and comic book, um, is getting rebooted. And so, of course, Jay and Silent Bob have to stop this from happening. For <laughs> Much some like they tried to do the first time and also failed. Um so we get some pretty cool uh, reveals of, of who's going to be there. Um, first of all, Blunt Man and Chronic. Chronic this time is being played by a girl. A la a lot of movies trying to become more diverse, replace characters with female versions. Um, and this one is going to be played by Supergirl. Mm -hmm. um, I can't think of her real name. What's her real name, Brian? You know uh, this thing. Uh, Kara Danvers. Nope. Not not what I meant. Not what I meant. Okay. Well, I'm um, going to the IMDb doesn't matter. for this. Doesn't movie, matter. So that I can... <laughs> That's a good idea. That's a good idea. Because there were a lot of reveals. Um, uh, but here, here's the big one. Here's the big one. The, the one I kind of want to talk about because it has heart. Um, ben Affleck. Ben Affleck is in the movie. Now, I don't know Melissa how closely. Benoist. Thank you. I don't know how closely uh, most of you follow 
the life and times of Kevin Smith. Uh, but he has uh, he had a big falling out with with Ben um, around the time, I think, of the first Daredevil. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's when it happened, because there was there was something to the effect of Kevin put him up for the role like he was he was championing him. But then also Affleck couldn't be in one of his projects because of it. And it caused a big rift. Um, and the, and it came out that he hadn't even, you know, Affleck hadn't even contacted him after his heart attack. And everybody's like, oh, Affleck, come on. The man had a heart attack. <laughs> um, but then through the magic that is uh, Hollywood in these very specific cases, um, basically somebody was interviewing Kevin Smith or Ben Affleck and said, hey, were you are you going to be in the reboot? Jay and Silent Bob reboot? And he said, no, I haven't been contacted but I would if I was contacted. And so several people in Kevin Smith's life were like, dude, call him, call him. And he texted him and then they just, they got back together and it's magical. It makes me uh -huh. happy. Good. Yeah, they belong um, together. They do. They do. Uh, and apparently like, and it's just, you know, they're, they're buddies again now and it's super awesome. Um, but again, so let's, Let's dive into this a little bit. So, okay, so we know Supergirl is chronic. So who to pair with Supergirl than Batman? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Val Kilmer is going to be Bloodman. Yeah. I and mean, he's not looking good, but fuck no. if it's not fun. I mean, <laughs> that's. I mean, this has been his look for quite some time now. It's true. It's true. You know, I, but I mean, he's, he's not pulling like a, you know, Top Gun <laughs> look, you know, that a, a lot of these uh, these folks have been like, oh, wow, he, they, that guy really pulled this one out of the bag. It was not not Val Kilmer. <laughs> um, so anyway, I, I, again, we can't really dwell too much. Um, there are so many, so many fucking people in this in this. Movie. I'm looking at the IMDb now. Um, apparently Diedrich Bader is going to be the security guard again. So many people are just reprising oh, what a the same tea party. Yeah. They're just going to uh, reprise the same bit roles. Right. Right. Which is, I mean, that's half the fun. Um, it would appear that Justin Long is playing the same character he played in Zach and Mary make a porno, but as a lawyer, mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure what's going on with that. Um, Jason I Biggs love... and James Vanderbeek are back. <laughs> are playing Jason Biggs and James Vanderbeek, which is mm -hmm. awesome. Um, Q, the, the eagle-eyed viewers, Q from Impractical Jokers uh, was the um, the Comic-Con attendee who asks them, what, what do you guys think about this reboot? Mm. <laughs> um, Harley Quinn Smith, Kevin Smith's daughter, is playing Jason Hughes' daughter with the coolest name ever, Millennium Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's, that was probably his backup name when he was trying to. I'm, name I'm for positive. Real. I am positive that is that has got to be true. Um, I also see that like uh, the entire rest of the cast of the CW's Flash is is on this list. Yeah, I was just noticing that. Um, Tom Cavanaugh and Grant Gustin. Yeah. Um, Tommy Chong, who made the the very end 
uh, appearance of looks like your guy's plan is going <laughs> up in smoke. Delightful. Just fucking delightful. Nothing um, man Brian and Redman. Yep. Yep. They were there. They were doing awesome things. Yeah, and I mean, there's so fucking many. And I see Dante, but I don't know that I saw Randall. But I mean, this I list is so, still just skimming. I'm skimming. This list is uh, incomplete. Joey Lauren Adams is is in there. You know, so I mean, you 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 can expect to visit with all of your favorite universe characters. Now, I've 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 already heard that he basically took the first 15 minutes of Clerks three and the overall arcing idea of what Mallrats two was going to be and mesh them all together into this movie. <laughs> They also wrote because Ben Affleck is playing Holden McNeil from Chasing Amy. So there's like an eight page Chasing Amy catch up. So it's all like and I mean, Kevin Smith, I don't know. Again, I don't know how how closely everybody was following this. He filmed this movie in the exact same many days as he filmed Clerks. So it was a quick shoot with everyone ever in attendance. Chris Hemsworth Right at the top of the list, I missed that the first time. Yeah, he's, uh, he's not listed. It didn't. I couldn't pick yeah, up on what he was playing in this movie. But he's there. He is he's definitely there. there. Uh, Shannon Elizabeth is Justice. Jeez, uh, I just I. Okay, so all that aside, Jason Lee back as Brody Bruce, not necessarily listed as being back as Banky, but definitely as Brody. Um, and and Stan Lee was supposed to have a big part to play in this. And so, uh, I don't know if you, so have you seen Brody's costume? What do you, for the new movie? Is it in the trailer? You know, I saw the trailer. Yeah. I mean, he, it's in the trailer, but maybe you didn't notice it. Basically they, they have, uh, he's wearing the exact same thing. He always wears, except for now the alien, like misshapen face is Stan Lee. In, uh, in a similar misshapenness, but uh, Kevin Smith is like, it's like the the picture of Stan just came into focus, as if Stan was always there. Um, so that was that's kind of nice. That's nice. Um, and I know in uh, in Brody's comic shop there is a a tribute to Stan that's that's seen. It's got <laughs> like a set of Stan's clothes on a mannequin, <laughs> a la like a bat. Bat cave, like the glasses are just hovering above uh, the rest of the outfit. Um, so that's going to be nice too. I mean, I honestly, I don't know that there was a whole lot that could have gone wrong with this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I am so on board. I I don't think I was. I've giggled and smiled so hard at a trailer in a really really long time. Um, and again, like just the, the, the sign of our age, um, the trailer for Jan and Silent Bob Strike Back, I've talked about on the show, so I'll be brief, but we sat, and I'm not, I can't remember who was there. I know me and Vince were there for sure. Were you there? Do you remember this? I don't, I don't, I don't know what we, you're talking about. Tell me the we, story. We sat in our friends Vince's dining room where the family oh. computer sat. Yeah. Okay. I know the story. I was not there. And we just kept refreshing. We had to keep refreshing the, the video on our 56K dial-up internet. And it took us like an hour and a half to download 
this two and a half minute trailer, but we watched it every time that there was a second more. We rewatched the whole thing. <laughs> and and that is, you know, in a way that is very delightful to me. Um, I I'm so excited about this. I don't know if you guys can tell. I'm so excited about this. Um, <laughs> Brian and I, I don't care what I have to do. Brian and I are going opening weekend. I'm going to see this movie. When is opening weekend? I don't care. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it's probably a long way away. I'm busy. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I will be wherever you are and we're going to the movies. October 15th. This year? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. We're in, hanging I'll in, out. I'll be in Vegas. I'll be there. Okay. Next topic. Done. Here we go. This is a big one, Pat. It's it's the big one. Uh, Unicron Hasbro when they when they switched over to Hasbro Pulse from Hasbro to, Hasbro Toy Shop around the time that they took over the Power Rangers license, they announced that they were going to use their thing called the HasLab to crowdfund things, you know, just toys. The mm -hmm. first HasLab uh, item was announced actually a few days before Comic Con, and then it was on display at Comic Con. It is a giant two foot tall Unicron. Cookie Monster. It's more than two feet tall. It's like <laughs> two and a quarter feet tall. Unicron. You know what a Unicron is, right? It's a unicorn, it's but a, with a misspelled. It's a Cookie Monster. It's the Galactus of the Transformers universe. Yes, yes. That's it's right. 27 inches tall in robot mode and 30 inches wide in planet mode. Weighs Jeez. 19 pounds and has a special stand that it comes with to be able to support its weight. Mostly in planet mode. It is the most accurate representation of this character ever because it is so mm -hmm. large and expensive. And it is expensive. Um, looking at the pictures of it, you can kind of see that they very carefully tried to recreate a lot of the details that are seen like in focus on the in the movie. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty sure that they, for no apparent reason... Um, when you're watching Unicron transform in the movie, you can clearly see where his arms and hands come from. And they seem to have recreated that exact transformation step, even though mm. they didn't have to. But um, I think he's got one, two, it's like, three. It's like a, a, you know, a love letter. You're like, oh, you didn't have to. You, you guys didn't have to make his arms like that, but I appreciate it. He has 15, it's kinda, points, it's sweet. 15 points of articulation in each hand. Okay, good. I'm glad you followed it up <laughs> in each hand. I was, I was thinking that is that is not that much <laughs> for a, for his toy as expensive as this is. He has a opening and closing mouth and articulating eyes. In planet mode, all of his teeth can open and close, so he can you know mock swallow planets. Anyway, the point is this thing is perfect, basically, except for the giant folded up planet on his back, which is unfortunate, but. Um, is probably as perfect as you could possibly get to the Unicron of our dreams. And Hasbro has made only one other Unicron toy. Uh, well, actually two, but we don't talk about one of those. Um, <laughs> there was one deluxe-sized one that just turned into a tank. No one knows why they did this. But anyway, there's only ever been one other Unicron that actually made it to market. And it was okay. It was accurate for the show it was from, but it wasn't the movie Unicron. Um, right. They've tried on... Two, two other occasions to design a Unicron and to, to just couldn't get the toy out. It was just too much. 
too much plastic, too expensive. Which Ryan, how <laughs> much is this Unicron? This Unicron is five hundred and seventy-five dollars. <laughs> if eight thousand people back the <laughs> This is like a Kickstarter, essentially, right. on Hasbro's website. If 8,000 people pay up, then this thing will go to, to production rather quickly. Because they've designed it, they've got the prototypes, everything's ready. Um, my understanding is the, the mold for this cost them like $300,000 to make. Wow. There's... 1,874 backers right now. 38 days and 50 minutes left at the time of this recording to back this thing, and they need to get to 8,000. If they get to 8,000, they'll immediately produce however, you know, I think they will They will take more than 8,000 backers. It's just if they, by August 31st, they need at least 8,000, but they'll Damn. continue taking backers until August 31st, and they'll produce those. Takara is going to produce it as well, but it will cost you almost $800 to import it. So, I mean, if you got the money now, this is a better deal. Right. But if you are not, you know, you want to save well, up here, an extra here's $200 what I, between now right. and whenever that happens. Here's my question. Will Do you think Takara will do it if Hasbro fails? No. No, they won't do it? I don't think so. Mm. I think this is this is it. Man. Um, How long has it been going? Uh, it's been going. Uh, when did this thing? Well, it was like the week before Comic Con, right? So it was like okay. mid July sometime. I clicked the wrong link. And then, uh, is this like any other of these things? You won't get charged until it's it's approved, right? So, I don't know that this bodes well, Brian. There's only a thousand people on board, oh, oh, and they, you need 2, seven thousand more. We need about 6,000 more. There's oh, almost 2,000 people. Six. You need three times as many people who have already said, okay, I'll spend the crazy amount of money. I mean, this isn't Star Wars. <laughs> no, that is not Star Wars. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, you know, you get, you get what I'm laying down. Yeah. You know, um, I think, I think this is going to be a, a, a hard one. I think, I think so too. Be hard. I'm, I am preparing for the disappointment of this not actually being a thing, but at the same time, Hasbro has, from my understanding, already produced the mold for it. And I would be fairly surprised if they don't find some way to get this thing out the door. Right. Maybe it will be a lot more expensive. Maybe it will be like, I don't know, like a Comic-Con exclusive next year or something. One thing I know for sure, if this thing is funded... We will be seeing this mold for the next 10 years. <laughs> that is a ridiculous notion because, again, like, first of all, what are they even going to do with multiple molds? I'm sure different colorways and such. Yeah. But, like, who? Well, I guess you're out. You, people are out there. <laughs> people are out there. Pat. But but who has the <laughs> the dispensable or disposable income? To be like, yeah, you know, I have this ultimate Unicron, but what I'd really like is this ultimate Unicron in Dayglow Green. Okay, well, you laugh, but that is one of the repaints of the Armada Unicron. <laughs> um, yeah, I. F so my my assumption is, 
this if this goes through, this is this is my prediction. This will probably go through because um, or at least a lot more people will sign up for it because right now Comic-Con just ended from my interaction with the community. Everybody is pissed at the timing because it's sure. like we just spent a ton of money. We don't have enough money for this right now. Right. By the end of August, people might be able to save up some more. I'm going to I'm assuming that toward the end of this, there's going to be a big uptick. Will it be enough? Well, there always I don't is. Know. Yeah, but, I mean, with with these crowdsourced uh, or crowdfunded things, there's always two big days: <laughs> the first day and the last day. If Hasbro goes through with this, whether it's funded or not, if Hasbro decides to go through with this, what's going to happen is there. This one is going to go out for sure. Then there will be a retail release at some point, and the retail release will probably be slightly different. It will either come with one more or one less accessory. My guess mm-hmm. is it will come with one more accessory and it'll everyone will be like, oh man. Oh, now I, I gotta can't buy believe the I gotta whole pay thing again just to get like eight hundred dollars to get the exclusive extra floating head. Yeah, you gotta get the mini con or something that it right. comes with. And it's like, ah, no that but now it's eight hundred dollars. That's stupid mini con. <laughs> and then, you know, like you bastard mini con. You know, and then the um it'll it'll also be like uh like there'll be a, a ever so slightly different color variation to it. You know, it's like, oh, this one's got the extra paint on the shoulder blade, you know, mm-hmm. just like in the movie. And the first one didn't have that. And, the, and then we'll get down into like, oh, we'll get into the meta and it'll be like, this one's painted like the Armada Unicron. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then it'll be this one's painted like the Energon Unicron. And then this one's painted like this comic book colors or whatever. Right. The, the, we'll, we'll be seeing variations of this. And I feel so sorry for the completists, because this is going to be hell. Yep. And I have a spot. I have a, a shelf space. I haven't put the shelf up yet, but I have a designated space for where this is going to go. You purchased the hardware. I haven't purchased the hardware. I've just I've just scanned it for electrical wires. Excellent. Excellent. So I'm cleared to put the shelf up. <laughs> anyway, um, you know, like I said, August 31st. Um, It'll ship early next year. That's what they've said. It's just early next year. There is, Pat, in case you're wondering, limit of five per customer. Whew. I don't know how. Well, that just put me out of the run. Yeah. I wanted six. <laughs> if, if you don't want to pay for this right now and you want to, um, yeah, if, if you can't afford this right now, you can go to Big Bad Toy Store and pre-order the um the Takara version for 775 plus I think tax and shipping probably. And uh, that'll come in early next year. So you could either get the cheaper one now if you have the money, pay more next year. It's pro- if you can save up um yeah, it's only an extra $200 basically. I right. which uh, saying that out loud sounds ridiculous now, but um it it should be harder to it should be easier to save that up uh over the next like 6 months or so. Then right. uh you know, having to hurry up and cough that up in the next month. Um, yeah. So there is a, I do want to mention though, cause I'm, I, I know no one listening is going to jump on this, but um, <laughs> you don't know, you don't know our listeners. It's a you don't know our listener. It's $155 non-refundable deposit at big bad toy store. If you pre-order it, that is if, some bullshit. If it is funded, if it okay. is not funded, okay. they will refund the whole amount. That's okay. I feel better about that. Yeah. 
All right, that's Unicron. Moving on to the next topic. Moving right along. I'll take a nap through how this many, one too. How many Unicrons are you getting? I'm, I get. Oh, I told you, I'm out. I wanted six. Okay. It was for a juggling affair. Pat, the next topic I think is one that you're going to be interested in. I am. Damn it. Yep. So we we speculated on this several months ago when we saw like some packaging art. I think at Toy Fair. Yeah. And uh, it it was true. So they're going to be releasing. Uh, for, I don't know if these, this is the selects line. This is a Walmart exclusive line. So I think it's not the selects line. It's just some weird Walmart exclusive line. But anyway, um, they're doing a, I'm going to go from least exciting to most exciting. Fair enough. Uh, least exciting is, uh, this is where I can get my blue streak repaint of Prowl. So there we go. <laughs> second, All right. second least exciting is, uh, Soundwave painted as Sound Blaster, which is just black Soundwave. Highly uninterested. Yep. Uh, I'm slightly more interested in that than the blue streak, only because mm -hmm. he probably comes with some cassette that I didn't have. Could, right. be. Could be. There we go. So now the next two, I'm not sure which order to go in, but they are uh, Optimus and Megatron from the Siege line, but painted in that cell shading animation style, which yeah. is amazing. And if they actually look like the way they look in these photos, which look like I you're know, looking at, they're... they're just amazing. And I, I mean, these are almost certainly just photoshopped. Yeah, but I mean, what if they look this good? That's. I mean, they might. That's the that's the thing. They might look this good. I I don't think. I don't think I don't these think are photoshopped. I think these are CGI renders. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, for sure. Um, I don't think that I'm in for for Megatron, but I don't think I can pass up that Prime as long I'm, as it looks like this. I'm with you actually, because that that Megatron. Um, mold is okay for having one and if i didn't already have the normal one i would get this one but it's not yeah. worth having two of them it's not it's not a particular it's not it's nothing to write home about but this optimus if he turned into a gun i'd be more down I, yeah. i've always liked gun megatron over tank megatron this optimus though is on its own just a great optimus figure right right and, i've heard nothing but good things about this figure and now it's cell shaded <sighs> I, I, the only thing I wish, I wish they would just give me a straight up regular old G1, uh, Optimus Prime. You know what I mean? Cell yeah, shaded. I wish they would have, uh, done some remolding on the truck to make it look, to, to remove that, you know, quote unquote Cybertronian <laughs> stuff that makes it look not quite like an earth truck, but right, almost there. Right. It's that 90%. Was the case, I mean, if they got rid of that, I mean, this is basically your G1 Optimus. Oh, for sure. I mean, out the of character, the you character know, model. Right. In the in the robot mode, he is great, which it'd is, be, again, why I think I'll I'd like to have him. It'd be uh, fantastic if they did this to an actual G1 Optimus toy. Right. I I love that. Uh, what's it called? Uh, Repro labels. Yeah. Uh, has been putting out cell shaded windows for everything except for the Optimus I have. <laughs> I think actually, I'm not. Don't quote me on this, but I think they did a cell shading treatment to this figure already. I'm pretty yeah. sure, at least yeah. for the Probably, windows. And stuff. I think so. Yeah, for the windows. But but the thing is, is getting a production figure that's going to take the time to do the legs and all the shit that you can't sticker a whole figure up with, mm -hmm. you know, um, that's that's what is drawing me to it. Now, the other thing is, how much are these going to be? Because this is paint decos right up the ass. You know, I mean, they got to be more than your average Voyager, right? Well, 
when they were announced, it said pre-order them at Walmart now. So I'm doing some uh, live research here to see if I could find them. Here we go. They are uh, $30. That's not bad. It's not bad at all. And they come out on my birthday. So I guess. Well, I guess. I guess I definitely got to get one now. I guess I know what I'm getting you for your birthday. Good. Well, order me one right now before they're sold out. <laughs> nah, I like to wait. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pre-order it on the day it comes out. Exactly. Um, yeah, man. I'm. It's, you know, it's really hard to tell that they are uh, CGI rendered because when you're looking at them up close, they look more like video game renders or right. like just actual artwork because of it. Like it really tricks the eye. Yeah, I'm very yeah. excited about these. Okay, moving on. Pat. Moving right along. I want to talk to you about something. No. Have I you mean, ever, yeah. Have you ever seen a Marvel movie? Uh, no, but I like George Went. Okay, good. Have you ever... Uh, so they, they announced over the course of like an entire night, it seemed like, in Hall H. Uh -huh. um, I assume they announced one movie every three hours is what it felt like. Um, they, they had to talk about them. Yeah, they had to bring literally the entire cast up on stage and everything. And it's all very exciting, and I'm, I am thrilled to be a part of it. Uh, something like that so uh, Faggy came out they put up the timeline uh, the timeline of phase 4 is only like uh, about two and a half years two or so, right. two years or so um, it goes from May 1st 2020 to November 5th 2021 okay so not even two years right um, they put up this big timeline with a whole bunch of spots on it and at first I was like oh no there's going to be like 10 movies over two years which is a little much but uh, at least half of those things were um like disney plus shows and stuff so. right which is so. it they, this is an interesting approach i i would say well let's see I, I can look at it right now one two three four five half of the of the things revealed are tv shows one mm -hmm. of them is a cartoon show which is cool uh Sorry, Pat. This is so boring. So, so boring. I know. Fuck this. Yeah. That actually the cartoon, what if, um sounds interesting. I, I could do I'm a lot very with that. excited. I'm very excited. I assume they're gonna use the actual actors for voice actors in a lot of cases. I think as as often as possible. I know a lot of them have already signed on. But let's not get ahead of ourselves, Brian. Mm -hmm. This sucker kicks off with the Black Widow. The Black Widow. A movie that we've all said, wait, what? About <laughs> Since uh, Black Widow's fate in the spoiler alert movie, uh, okay. <laughs> um, she's dead. She's dead, guys. Um, so this movie is a prequel. Um, from what we've, uh, you know, the the hints that they've given us, it is a prequel that is. It takes place after Cap. Cap sorry, after Captain America: Civil War but we'll showcase what happened in Budapest or Budapest. Finally. So yeah, this is a so, pre it's a prequel and then a, a prequel within a prequel. Right. A prequel with a flashback. Um, or, or is it a prequel with a flash forward? Ooh, who knows? Who's okay. to say? 
Um, no, I read I. that uh, Black Widow's uh, actress, Scarlett Johansson, said she was happy enough to to leave Black Widow uh, with the Soul Stone, as it were. Um, but she feels this movie is going to elevate the genre. Okay. And I feel like when people say that, that is them blowing smoke straight up my ass. So I don't know how to take that. But well, let me um, just say the I'm genre, the genre just elevated to the highest grossing movie of all time. And the top 10 list is six of the 10 is Marvel movies. Right. So and eight of the or is it is it five of the 10 is Marvel movies and then eight of the 10 is, is Disney related movies. Right now they weren't at the, the time, but now and the, the top two have uh, Zoe Saldana in them, so it tells you a little bit something about her too. So the next movie is The Eternals. Um, that is the next movie, but not the next project. So the next project is The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, am I doing these in the right order? I don't even know. Yeah, it's guessing. it's top, bottom, top, bottom, top, bottom. So I, Falcon I'll be honest and- with you, Pat. I am looking at the. The oh, list I of see. Names I, no. I don't have I, the, I have timeline, the actual in front of me. timeline in front of me. So okay, I will well, you, you be in charge. Um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier um, looks cool. I really like both of those characters. I like the way they play together. Uh, they have revealed that uh, Baron Zemo will be the bad guy and he's getting his hood. So that's really cool. Um, and really, that's all I have to say about it. That's a Disney Plus show. So we're going to get a lot of. A lot of cool stuff in there, I think. So um, I would not count out the idea that Chris Evans would make some sort of appearance in there. I'm not going to count it out, but I'm not going to hope on it either. It's one of those things. Um, So on that note, we're going to move right along to the Eternals. Um, The Eternals, I'll be honest, I, I I am not not looking forward to it, but I have very little excitement around it yet you know they're being very vague on exactly what it's going to cover or be about or aside from the eternals um now i will say the eternals have always been cool looking Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. Uh, i really enjoyed the neil gaiman uh set Mm -hmm. you know that they put out maybe 10 15 years ago um but again for the most part they're they're not an iconic thing you know but neither was black panther or guardians of the galaxy or half of the other shit that they pulled out of their hat and made us all go oh my god i love them so much so uh cautiously optimistic on that being amazing so uh that's november 6th 2020 uh, then we flow right into February 12th, 2021, Shang-Chi, which is not the most exciting part of this title, and The Legend of the Ten Rings. Finally. So we we very, very well may, now that Iron Man's fucking dead, <laughs> get a, a true and proper Mandarin story. I don't think so. But um, yeah, I so far their track record has been poor in this in this respect. That, the rumor is though that it it will be in, the Mandarin will be in it, right? And I, again, I, because Shang Chi is along the same lines of the other forgettable characters out there that the mainstream has no idea about yet. 
I'm excited to find out if I love this character or not. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, I, we've said many times, but Marvel movies, we, we give them the benefit of the doubt these days. Right. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. I'm I'm just excited to find out how much I love the character. That's that's really the the key there. Um, but you see, like this whole this whole list is just kind of like, huh? I'm I'm interested to see how that goes. Mm -hmm. There's nothing I'm super excited about. So um, now next we've got One Division, which I don't, I don't like is, that name. Is very odd. Um, I, I'm fine with the concept of it. But I don't like right, the name. It's dumb. Right. It's it is well. They've got a couple of dumb things going on here, but whatever. One division, uh, Disney Plus show, and from what I can tell, like I haven't heard too much about this. I know that it's. Uh, man, I always try to. I, in my head, I've already fucked up her name like eight times. The Scarlet Witch, not the Scarlet Johansson, and not the Black Witch or the Scarlet Widow or anything else. <laughs> Uh, I, I think I, I did. I did that too. <laughs> I, I do it all the time. Anyway, um, through her crazy powers, um, she is she is making a world maybe where her and the Vision live in like the 1950s together. That that I, is a that is like a, a part of it, and like they jump around or something. Or... Believe it or not, Pat, this is partially based on a comic book arc. That's, okay. That is a thing I mean, I she do did. believe it. I do believe it. She so she also created two children for herself out of nothing. Well, there you go. I mean, that's Wanda for you. Um, and then she declared but, no more mutants. Right. I I hope that at the end of this she declares mutants. That's what I, I hope happens. Um, which is actually probably what will happen. It, it's it, she was missing a comma, and in the show she goes no more mutants. <laughs> No, no, more mutants. <laughs> anyway, um, from what I understand, this TV show will roll directly into the May 7th, 2021's Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, um, which is being billed as a horror. Um, it's the first MCU kind of horror genre um, and it, it, it is supposed to also star, uh, Wanda. Hmm. So, okay. um, which makes sense. Multiverse madness. I mm -hmm. mean, that's, that's Mon that's Wanda right there for you. Mm -hmm. Um, I hope they cross over with the Arrowverse. <laughs> I hope so too. We, we got to talk. Oh shit. Damn it, man. I forgot all about that. No, there's, no a topic. there's no time. Uh, there, oh, there's time. There's no time. Anyway, um, then we got uh, spring 2021 has Loki with the most bizarre and frankly insulting to my graphical senses <laughs> logo. I, I was wondering what you were going to think of that logo. I, I just don't understand. I mean, I get it and I don't get it. Um, whatever. Well, I guess we'll see. I hope it all makes sense to someone somewhere. I, I get paid much less to design much better than this uh but anyway you know those, you know those really... people who like the write in their signature or somewhere where like every other letter is capital and then they put like some tildes and some asterisks around it and stuff uh -huh. yep. and yep. That nowadays there'd be emojis that's basically what his what his logo is this this logo 
is the MySpace background of the Marvel MCU. <laughs> they just were like, it's custom. There's glitteries. It takes 10 minutes to load. <laughs> that's that's how I feel looking at this. Um, so anyway, it's going to be about Loki. I don't know where. I don't know how. I assume it's going to have to deal with the Loki that was in the... <laughs> the the universe that they trashed even though cap went and put all the shit back but it was trashed i don't i have no idea why they think cap putting that stuff back is gonna help because they fucking trashed that universe right then and there uh yeah you know <laughs> you did you did you hear about this this is a, a, a short aside they were supposed to thanos was supposed to have decapitated the Captain America of that era and brought his head along to the big battle at the end. What? That was in the script till almost the end. How and would then he they, have gotten it? He, cause, cause this is Thanos from 10 years ago. So that Thanos got a hold of that cap, decapitated him, not our cap, but that, but America's ass cap. Well, it doesn't. No, it's not Thanos from ten years ago. It was Thanos from oh, because there was a five year whatever. That's what I'm saying. But it was whatever it is. But Avengers was at the timeline. There, Avengers was twelve years in the past. Sure, that's what I'm saying. Fine, whatever. In whatever past that was, Thanos confronted that Cap, killed him, decapitated him, and brought his severed head back with him. And like threw it on the ground and was like, fuck you guys. <laughs> that would I, really. And then Thanos was just like, I could do this all day. Right, right. Exactly. Exactly. Anyway, terrible choice uh, to <laughs> was, remove that, yeah. clearly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it was a good choice. Okay, so uh, here's what's so going to happen. Anyway, so Dr. Stir, uh, Loki will, uh, from the alternate universe will come into this universe during the Doctor Strange movie and then we got Loki back. Okay, moving Probably on. What's next? So. Uh, What's next? Next is the summer of 2021 gets us What If? Um, what If, one of my favorite comic series of all time. I love What Ifs. Um, in in more recent years, What Ifs, or I guess, I don't know, in more recent years, the last time I was really reading comics, What Ifs really centered more along the lines of alternate outlines of um, current stories, you know, like they would say, you know, what if Wolverine origins, you know, what if dog really was Wolverine, you know, or what if, uh, you know, there was, there what was a dog story really was Sabretooth, <laughs> right. But there, there was a storyline where Wolverine went berserker, um, and he was being mind controlled by someone. And they, they obviously in the re regular comics, they figured it out and fixed him. But there was a what if he he was never fixed. You know, that was a really disturbing one. Uh, or a Kitty Pride had to like put her fist inside of his brain to stop him. It was really, really creepy. Um, but this, am, I, am I misremembering that Marvel Zombies came out of a what if? Uh, it could have been. It could have been. I don't, I don't really I don't remember, remember if it was that. I know it. I know it originally. No, no, no. Marvel was Zombies a, it, originated in Ultimate Universe. OK, that was Ultimate Fantastic Four. It was Ultimate Four, Fantastic Four that Dunn did it. Yeah, I couldn't remember uh -huh. if that was where it was from or if it was from anything. Okay. So, uh, but when, it, like this one, uh, the example that was given that I actually, I'm pretty sure this is one and I hope it is. Um, it's like, what if Peggy Carter was the super soldier? 
Mm-hmm. So it would be a there. There is no Steve Rogers in this scenario. But what I want to know, and I think all the dudes out there want to know, does some dude get to touch her chest <laughs> when she pops out? I got to be honest, if Pat. Not that sexist. I got to be honest, Pat. That thought had not crossed my mind. Uh, it's the first thing that crossed. I was like, you know, because when you start when you start gender swapping, why was it okay for him to? To get touched by her without his consent. Well, Pat, we got, there's this thing called <laughs> societal norms. And uh, what's the Just next saying. thing? Hawkeye? Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Faster than lightning. Uh, no, that's definitely not what? his theme song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it is a Disney Plus series. Hawkeye. Um, I've heard tell that this might be like him and his daughter hanging out. I really have no clue what this show is going to be about. The Hawkeye who's that the, I would... Who's the replacement Hawkeye from the comics? Who's that uh, girl that I, became I think Hawkeye? it's his daughter, isn't it? No, it's not. Um, oh, then it's, I don't uh, know. I oh, never man, read those. The, the name just popped into my head and then it ran out of my head. Uh, but anyway, she's supposed to be in this movie. Um, sure. Kate, Kate Bishop. Yeah, okay. She, or, okay. Uh, TV show. Yeah, Kate Bishop is supposed to be. His daughter might be in it too. I don't know. But Kate Bishop is the... Uh, his protege that becomes Hawkeye in the comics. Right. Red arrow. Got it. Um, Fair enough. So then comes probably the, the only movie I'm actively looking forward to, which is not to say I'm not looking forward to the rest of these, but I'm actually excited about this one. Passively looking forward to the Uh, others. Exactly. There's Thor love and thunder. You're going to be actively looking forward to it for quite some time. I know November 5th, 2021 um this is they they've officially announced natalie portman is back jane foster will be thor um i don't know if that's going to be from now on or if this is going to be like just this movie is like them dealing with her being thor for some reason uh i did not read any of those comics so i don't know how jane became thor in those um well sure so is cap but he didn't just become thor he didn't like he he wasn't like, all right, give me your helmet. You never wear it. Um That would have been super awesome though. It would have like, been super got, awesome. like, a huge cape and everything. Uh, it would have been really super awesome, but probably a little over the top for the the gravitas of the scene. Um but it is being directed by I can never say his name right, but the Taika, guy who directed Taika Watiti. Taika Watiti. I'll trust you on that. Um he he is directing again. I feel like we are in very good hands. I'm very excited about this. Uh, Chris Hemsworth as Thor in as male Thor uh, as as, as Thor man. <laughs> um, he uh, you know in in this setting of being able to be funny, I love it. I love it so much. Um, a lot of people are. There's a lot of big talk now. Yeah, because, big talk yeah, you know, he's walking around like he's got some sort of big hammer or something. Um, but uh, this is the first MCU franchise to go to four for a single character. So, oh, wow. um, I hadn't Thor, even realized Thor will. You'd, you'd think with while, so many movies, they would have made it. I know. While Iron Man uh, was still in more movies, you know, because he guest stars in a lot of films. Uh, Thor now overtakes him in, you know, there's only up there's to Iron Man of Thor 3. Movies, yeah. Now there's Thor 4. 
Um, so it's uh, it's interesting. People are kind of thinking that maybe he's going to take over. You know, Chris Hemsworth will now be like that he character did. who's just in everything. <laughs> he, he, the uh, Thor joins the pantheon of Superman and Batman as the other franchises that made it to four. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, and also, uh, I don't know, James Bond. Yeah. Yes. Indeed. And Star Trek, and so, Star Wars, and, and and lots. Okay. And, okay. and Avatar in three years from now. I've never seen Avatar. I never will. It's fine. Um, Avatar five coming up. Couple <laughs> couple years. Couple years. Right right up your butt. That turns anyway. out they got a lot. They were able to obtain a lot of unobtainium. <laughs> I guess turns so. Turns out it's actually pretty abundant. Don't know what you're talking about. So okay. Um, so yeah, there you go. Marvel Cinematic Universe Phase Four. Now they There's also more, they though. said There's one more. No, not on my list. What's no, the it's one? not. It's off the list, Pat. Oh, okay. Well, tell me the more. Blade. Oh, that's right. Oh man, I forgot all about it. Marshal Ali. Marshal Ali, which is a fun name to say. Yes, love it. Uh, <laughs> um, is going to be Blade, and it's going to be apparently, I assume, very good. Yes, I mean I'm, he's I'm a very excited. very good actor. Yeah. I uh did did you have you ever tried to watch any of the Netflix shows? He was he was a bad guy on Luke Cage. No. Um he spoiler alert everybody, everybody who's not seen Luke Cage season 1 cover yeah, your ears. I'm taking my headphones off. Um no Brian you have to listen I get to spoil it for you. Um he dies. <laughs> and when he dies it is it is probably the saddest villain death. You know, you're just like, no, oh, I liked him. I know he's a bad guy, but was he really a bad guy? <laughs> um, you know, so the, the fact that he's coming out as Blade is is pretty awesome. Um, I understand that uh, Wesley Snipes uh, bowed out uh, very uh, quietly and respectfully, um, you know, basically said, yeah. Yeah, you're going to do that. Cool. <laughs> so there's that. Um, and also, I guess, as a another quick follow-up, uh, James Gunn came out like the day after and was like, don't worry, guys. Guardians 3 is still coming, but I have to finish up Suicide Squad before I can officially start it. Phase 5, baby. Phase 5. Um, and then Kevin Feige. Feige, Feige mm, um, We're going to have to practice this later. <laughs> like a deer in headlights when i see his name it's like because uh, deers do that in yeah that's exactly what they do <laughs> but um but you know he he said that uh uh what i i lost all my train of thought trying to say his name what the fuck are we talking about <laughs> uh you were talking about valkyrie is going to be uh bisexual uh, yes. LGB, yes, I was not the, talking about that. Whatever the but applicable I, I feel like, uh, acronyms for that are. I feel like she is. Uh, I feel like she already was. To be honest. Yeah, but now it's official. Like, now it's a fish. So that's cool. That's really cool. I like that. I like inclusivity. Um, they were, they also hinted at a lot of things like Black Panther two, um, Captain Marvel two. It's like, yep, those things are happening. They're not, yeah, the, they're phase, not in the phase. The phase four is going to be a lot shorter than the traditional phase. True, so. true. Two years is not that long in the superhero movie arena. Um, but I do feel like, like how I feel like 
Guardians 2 came pretty quick after Guardians 1. It did. You know, so I, I, I feel like we're we're not striking while the iron's hot. <laughs> Speaking of which, Iron Man 1 and 2 all happened in Phase 1, and they happened. those were the first two movies. It's true. It's true. So... Um, I mean, you know, it's all it's all part and partial. We're uh, we're at, did you see that Spider-Man movie yet? No, we can't talk about it anyway, because this is not that kind of, of talk. But and we need to move there's on. there's a lot of things that are, were left unanswered at the end of that movie that I'm looking forward to them talking about in the MCU. Do they, so. do they ever answer if he can do whatever a spider can? They they don't. They hmm. they really skirt that issue. OK. Um, but speaking of issues, Marvel Legends. Yes. <laughs> this is why I'm not allowed to make segues. <laughs> I, I actually didn't realize that was the entire segue and I was waiting for you to finish the segue. Because <laughs> they went nowhere. There was nothing left. Oh God. Okay. So Marvel Legends guys, huh? Uh, <laughs> there were a lot of reveals. Let's just run, scoop. Just run through the list as fast as possible because okay. you guys can all just look at the pictures. They're very cool. There, there's there's a couple that I want to stop at, but okay. Deadpool and Hitmonkey, Miami Vice, two-pack. It's fucking ridiculous. Um, Avengers Endgame Wave 3, I believe, at this point, with Build-A-Figure, the dude Thor. I'm so excited. I'm totally building this Build-A-Figure. Um, we get America's Ass, Captain America. Which is great because this is actually the first time that they've uh, that they've done Avengers Cap in regular Marvel Legends. There was like a Walmart exclusive wave, um, and I'm pretty positive this is just that with maybe some slight retooling. But um, it does, to to be completely honest, it doesn't look like it's that great of a of a Cap figure. I'm still hunting down that uh, worthy Cap for my. My personal cap. Um, then we've got Heimdall, not cool armored Heimdall, but uh, but equally cool uh, underground Heimdall. It's got the cool sword. Um, we've got uh, Iron Man. Uh, I don't know Roman numerals, but I'm going to guess 50. Um, Just pick a number. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's the 50th armor. I don't know. Um, he comes with not his gauntlet but hulk's gauntlet which is kind of cool because they just did that build a figure hulk in the last wave and i'm pretty positive that sucker goes on that hulk um then they they really know what they're doing then they they release the iron patriot which i could give two shits about but he comes with thor's head a sunglasses or not sunglasses head um valkyrie in sweet ass valkyrie gear it's pretty cool Vision in slightly translucent plastic, very cool. Um, and and then yeah, at the the base there, you see Thor. He's oh, he's wearing Crocs and pajama pants and a robe <laughs> and a hoodie. Good dude about it. And he's and he's fat. And <laughs> it's just, I'm gonna buy the whole wave. I have to have him. Um, so then there's some reveals that were meh. I thought, uh, I, I really was hoping for a morph figure. I believe we talked about that. Uh-huh. And sadly I was given a morph figure, but not the one I wanted. Yeah. It's too uh, bad with their, it's with a their, great figure. 
Yeah, it is. With their obsession is, with the Jim Lee style, I yeah. would really hope that they I, would do animated morph. But I thought so. But no, we're like you said, I'm not going to buy this figure because I, I really hated that era of uh, Age of Apocalypse. Uh, they did a, a very good, if you can call it good, Wolverine from Age of Apocalypse X-Man, who wasn't necessarily Age of Apocalypse, was he? Not necessarily, no. Um, no that's not where he came from, I don't think. Havoc and uh, Polaris, Tupac. Those um, figures, uh, they, they, uh, I love the style of, just because I love that era. Uh-huh. I really want those, but I have no need for a Havoc or a Polaris in a collection, so I will not yeah. be getting them. But I just really I feel like, similarly. I like, that, like, I like that X Factor, X Force. Era they that, look yeah. great, and I'm like, ah, oh, those are good looking figures. But I never gave a shit about either of those characters, so easy pass for me. Um, similarly, Deathlock in his uncanny X Force colors. Um, this is one of those figures that make me mad because this is the third Marvel Legend that Deathlock has gotten, and I feel like Deathlock is a stupid character that very few people give two shits about, let alone enough to have three different editions when motherfucking arcade can't get a single figure. (laughs) Bastards. Um, Then uh, Danny Moonstar, um, who I remember visually, but I don't know that I've ever heard her name before, uh, also comes with parts to make two other X-Force characters, I believe, that are not... Is it Wolfsbane? And I don't know who the other one is. I think that uh, might be... I, I'm not 100% sure, but that might be Moonstar's old head. Like old okay. Haircut. Okay. So does she also turn into a werewolf, or is that actually I, Wolfsbane I that, is another character? I don't I know. I think that might be Wolfsbane, but I'm not sure. So um, all I know is that you can probably bet that you're going to have to buy two or three of this one (laughs) that's always fun for for us as collectors um and then the cream of the crop the tip of the top the x-men 90s three pack i thought you were gonna say giant man but yeah okay nice he's fun too but these the the three pack i am so stoked about this um we get gene gray not only in classic awesome Jean Grey hair flowing all over the place, but we get the motherfucking ponytail. Um, there's some weird choices too here, though, because we get two Cyclops heads, one with a super douchey haircut and one with a less douchey haircut. <laughs> well, and different and slightly different shaped glasses. I don't know slightly, why they. Do we didn't. Do I, we need these? Two heads? I, I don't know. No, nobody needs these. Um, I needed I, one of these. But sure, sure. Now, here's here's what I'm thinking. I don't know about you now. I because I, I, I don't like having more than one figure if I don't need it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but especially with his sweet bomber jacket, I might keep my other Cyclops because I could have like Cyclops in the glasses in the bomber jacket and then regular Cyclops on the go, you know, but I don't I just don't know what I do with it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm not I, sure what I I'm going to do like... with my two Cyclopses and bomber jackets. <laughs> right. You went the extra mile already. I did not. I, the... I this one time my procrastination has paid off. 
I gotta say, I, I figured they would make a Cyclops in Bomber Jacket someday, but I didn't expect it to be like a month later. A, a month after you, you a month spent after time I, and money into it? Yeah, spent like two hours prying apart a, a <laughs> old man Logan and a Cyclops figure and then yep. swapping yep. their arms and gluing them back together and everything. And and it's not even a new coat. It's the exact it's same. The, this literally is the old the exact man Logan same jacket. thing. Yep. yep. <laughs> but... Whatever. I also have that Wolverine figure too, but without the but extra heads. There's the extra claws. stuff. That's see, that's the thing. I am really excited. This is like an ultimate uh not ultimate. This is like a super mega awesome Wolverine. Um so we have a Logan head. We have a battle damaged head with the, the hair kind of poking out. From what I can tell, that other masked head is new though. Because if yes. you look, the sides of his uh, of his mask flare out, which is more in line with the 90s style rather than the ones that are pulled in more, uh, which we saw in the last release and the, the damaged head. Um, one of my favorite things that is included here is the folded down behind his head mask. Mm-hmm. I love that accessory. I think it's awesome. I Again, I don't know that I'm really going to display him that way very often. But I love that it's there. And my favorite thing is bone claws and adamantium claws. It really just does everything you need it to do. Yeah. Um, and again, for any occasion, I, I passed on the last Wolverine and I was regretting it. It was on my short list of things that I was going to have to find and get. And now I don't have to because I already pre-ordered this set. <laughs> the It's also worth noting that Cyclops comes with an extra fist hand, which I don't think the original one did. I don't think so either. I think, I think the yeah the original one is always in uh, proctology exam mode <laughs> or optic blast. You know whatever whatever floats Which, yeah, your boat. Whatever thing you're into. So um, so those are really awesome. I'm super excited about everything. Um, I like that this three pack is running the same price as the Juggernaut Colossus two pack. <laughs> um so that's that's kind of a a bonus i guess still more than a regular you know two-pack but whatever um let's move along so then there's we got a spider-man wave which for reasons unknown comes with a shang chi (laughs) um and some in an armored spider-man and uh i don't even fucking know spider-man and a vulture who looks pretty cool you're talking about the velocity Um, suit one the one that's basically from the ps4 game right right so um then we've got some some riders which kind of pisses me off because the riders uh one of them makes sense and is cool looking but i won't buy which is uh, uh ghost rider in space Mm-hmm, space mm-hmm. ghost rider whatever mm-hmm. yep cosmic. very very cool very cool looking bike very cool i like that his flamey skull is in a helmet <laughs> yep gotta be gotta have it oxygen makes, in there for sense. the flame can't makes just burn sense. in space um and then squirrel girl a character that i totally would have fucking bought because i think just the fact that she exists is awesome but they made her a rider figure for reasons I can't fucking understand because I think the character would have probably been a moderately hard sell in a single pack, but making her like a $40 character where she just comes with a couple extra squirrels and a Vespa is stupid. Um, I most likely will not be getting her 
because she's going to be $40 instead of $20. So there you go. Um, then we got a Marvel Deadpool Legends series, I guess, um, which will have the build a figure of Strong Guy, a character who I've never cared about, but this figure looks fucking awesome. Yeah, you definitely get a sense that he is a strong guy. He d- yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, but I guess none of the rest of the wave was available to show us, maybe? That's that's all that's in my 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 I list mean, there. The the Deadpool uh hit monkey two that's pack. That's a two pack. That, that doesn't, doesn't come with that. That's not part of this wave, right? Nope. So No, well, I don't know then. Whatever. Um then uh we're just gonna keep floating right along. Um we get the giant man figure, which is both uh cool and uh, a total dick move because he was a build a figure that's assholes had to buy a whole series to make. Now you can just buy them separate. Um, is it a new I, figure or I don't know for sure, but uh, either way, I mean, I feel like it's a dick move and not for me. Cause I didn't have to, I didn't collect. I might buy this figure, but uh, I can't imagine they did too much to it to make it uh is, is it is it possible that the other one was like the the civil war costume and this is the ant-man and the wasp wasp costume or something or i Endgame? doubt it because he is packaged oh, the, in a, a, in a civil captain america box. civil war box with a backdrop of some airplanes hmm. so yeah that's i mean that's pretty cut and dry um hey that, that's for future us to talk about um moving on then dr fucking doom looking amazing can't wait for this figure um they redid you know walgreens uh handle us real well they redid the whole fantastic four beautifully i love that set i love the silver surfer um i don't know where this dr doom is coming i don't know if he's going to be a walgreens exclusive or if he's just gonna come out one day i don't know um also a very interesting she hulk because she is not at all iconic looking, but she is super badass looking. Um, I I mean, this is just like straight up street clothes, old school She-Hulk, like well before she was uh, a lawyer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's just in some ripped up jeans and a ripped up shirt. It's and, almost like mid transformation. Right. You know, like she looking fucking angry. Um, I don't know. I'm excited about it. I like it, but I don't know where it really falls in my collection. So I don't know if I'm going to be picking it up or not. Um, but very cool looking. Uh, then we got a, uh, Punisher who, again, I mean, how many fucking Punishers do we need? Not a single arcade. Um, <laughs> but Hey, Hey, I just realized I've got a really good reason to buy this Deadpool hit monkey set. <laughs> There's a guy in a white suit <laughs> that ties removable. I can put a bow tie on that motherfucker. <laughs> anyway, I've, I've reached, reached my fuck limit there. I'm pretty sure Yeah, you're, we have to, we have to mark sorry. this episode. <laughs> um, so yeah, Marvel legends. Oh, wait, do I have more? I, I, uh, no, right. We talked about all the Marvel legends. Yeah, I think that's We're it. good. We're good. Marvel Legends! Hooray! Oh my gosh. 
All right, I don't know. Oh my gosh. Uh, we got we got yeah. the first full trailer for Star Trek Picard. I'm super excited about this. Sorry, I should have used my cough button. Okay. Did you yeah, see the trailer? Have you heard about this? Yeah, I know you have. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, it looks really good. I, I, I'm very, I mean, you know, next gen is my jam. That's mm-hmm. where I fell in love with Star Trek. Um, and my, my love for Star Trek doesn't reach out a whole lot from there, to be honest. Yeah. Well, uh, so it's, it's actually rather the, the plot of the show that we've kind of gleaned from this. We don't know what this, in, in the trailer, there's this young girl who comes to Picard and this kicks off a chain of events that leads Picard on an adventure somewhere. Um, but some of the weird details of the universe that we pick up on are pretty interesting. So uh, part of it has to do with uh, Data. Right. His, if you recall from the end of Nemesis, his he was killed, but his memories were transferred into an earlier prototype of him. So they Right. But we didn't we weren't sure about that even at the end. Right. Well, like that, it was like an Easter eggy thing because it was like, oh, Data's dead. But then like younger, stupid Data was just like blue skies, da, da, yeah. da, you know, and we were like, oh, He's... the audience knows Data's right. in there somewhere. The The implication was like his memory survived, but we didn't know because it's an earlier prototype. Right. It was never revealed. Like, what are, what are the actual implications of this? What will happen? You know, right. It's just his, we they saved his memories. So. It, the scene with um, Brent Spiner and Data at the very end appears to be like maybe a dream sequence or something. Maybe. Or maybe it's hard it's, to say. Maybe not. It's hard to say. But so one thing that's interesting is that the, the, Borg, the Borg are going to play a big part in this. Right. Um, they were at the end of Voyager supposedly like mostly wiped out because mm-hmm. the, the Borg Queen was killed again. And they <laughs> destabilized a lot of the uh borg you know collective uh and then we hadn't seen the borg again since then so um jonathan delarco and jerry ryan are back right um and they're they're the two basically prominent uh aside from picard himself they're the two prominent borg that were uh released from the collective uh because mm-hmm. the jonathan is um hugh or i think it was right. it was like three of five or one i don't remember the designation but um hugh the first borg that they broke out of the collective and they returned him to the collective and that led to uh some of the borg gaining individuality and leaving the collective with hugh again right and then of course seven of nine is back um that's that's both very that's both it's those are both very interesting and cool additions to the show and there's apparently a a Borg uh, cube that the Romulans are using to like rehab former Borg or something, or I don't know. It was an interesting, uh, just like a little right. flash real quick that they showed. Um, yeah. Anyway, it looks pretty good. This takes place in the prime universe after JJ uh, Abrams, Star Trek, um, you know, breaks off into the Kelvin timeline. So this is post. Okay. Okay. Post destruction of the Romulan homeworld. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I'm excited to see where this goes. Like, it really feels a lot more, <coughs> a lot more like the classic Trek, even though it's more modern. You know, like the storytelling, well, the sure, visuals are more sure. modern and everything. It really feels more like the classic Star Trek than Discovery does. Discovery, and I, I have not watched Discovery, 
Um, I've seen a lot of clips. I've seen a lot of ads for it. It definitely seems more in line with the Abrams stuff where it's kind of like, you know, super action, you know, it's yes, it is. It's, it is a lot more Abramsy, which is really difficult to accept because in season two, the enterprise is there and Spock is there and Christopher Pike is the captain of the discovery for the entire second season. Right. And you know, like they have the old, they have the, the old enterprise uh, bridge set. I mean, it's brand new it's updated, but like they've got the old bridge and they've got the old solid color uniforms. Whereas discovery has these more modern looking uh, blue uniforms. Right. Yeah. Whereas like next generation era, because it was closer to us technologically, although I think we're farther from next generation now than it was from the original series. Um, the, it, it just feels like it, it fits better. Like these, mm-hmm. these effects fit where we're going. So agreed. Agreed. That's, it. That's um, all I got to say about it, Pat. Well, the only other thing I wanted to bring up, I, now I heard that, um, Riker and Troyer are coming back. Yep. So what do you think that means for, uh, for like for Worf and uh, Jordy, because that that's pretty much it. Doctor Crusher and Crusher and Wesley. Yeah, who cares about Wesley? Um, you know what I mean. Like that, it just first of all, like the fact that that uh, Michael Dorn is not involved in this kind of makes me sad. <laughs> it, well, first off, we don't know that he's not involved. We don't, him, right? But, but he he is not <laughs> like vocally like here I am too. He. <laughs> was trying so hard to get a Captain Worf show made. And I, that was one of the first thoughts that I had when I saw that, like they weren't like showcasing all the old crew and stuff. And I was like, Oh man, he wanted to do a Captain Worf show. That would have been amazing. And they're just like, you can't even come to the Picard show. Right. right. You're not even allowed to hang out with us. Get the fuck out, bro. But I keep hoping that, you know, they're just keeping that for a special, because I mean, it really not that they're doing anything that I know of, um, but I, I assume that uh, that Riker and Troy aren't going to be like, all right, Captain, we're joining the team. Like, I assume no. it's going to be like, well, here they are. Yeah, I have a feeling there it's going to be more go. like cameos. Yeah. Um, you know, so many of these voice actors came in for Star Trek Online. So uh-huh. I'd imagine that if someone asked them to be on a Star Trek show, even for just like one episode. Uh, they'd probably do it. Yeah, I mean, I don't see why they wouldn't. Let's put probably, it that way. It probably pays better than voice acting for Star Trek. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. But um, yeah, there's uh, there's got to be an Enterprise in this show, right? Like, I feel like they're going to well, reveal a new Enterprise at some point. I would point. hope so, but I I feel like this is more ragtag than that. It is. So oh, it I, you know, is. it'll it'll be one of those things where like, uh, what's the name of this rust bucket? Well, we're calling it the Enterprise Z. Wow. <laughs> I, I really hope that they um, decide to make the Enterprise F from Star Trek Online canon in this show. Okay. I don't, I don't think, just because it would be nice. I like the design of that ship. It would be nice to make Star Trek Online canon. But the um, when I say I hope there's an Enterprise on the show, I don't mean like as a hero ship or anything like i just hope that they're like um i just want to know i want to know what the, what which ship is the enterprise right now what's the gotcha i'm yeah. sure there's one out there i'm sure it'll get referenced but i i'm almost positive they won't be on it no no <laughs> 
Maybe it'll get showcased in an episode like that. Sure. That's the most sure. I could hope for. It would be uh, cool if they came across it and then, you know, he had to like talk to them or maybe, you know, that would be kind of fun if, uh, you know, maybe that's where Riker and Troy are, you know, maybe they're admirals on the, uh, the new, the newest enterprise, who knows, you know, instead of the Titan. Sure. Whatever. <laughs> right. I don't follow all the lore. I'm sorry. Um, Alfred. Pat, All right, this is a, this is a fun, quick hit. Um, DC has been, or, you know, Mattel has been putting out these multiverse characters. They gave us Linda Carter, Wonder Woman. Um, why can't I think of his name? 90s Flash. Uh, Val Kilmer, Batman. Uh, they've also, uh, they put out another uh, Heath Ledger Joker and a Danny DeVito Penguin. And now we are getting the ultimate Alfred figure, <laughs> the figure. I didn't know how bad I needed until I saw it. Uh, this Alfred is very clearly made to be either comic book Alfred or Batman 89 Alfred, mm -hmm. but you also get a Batman 66 Alfred head, which doesn't go with the, you know, his costume was never like that. He was, I think he wore like a blue, <laughs> outfit more than a black one um and then like i i don't know the character but it's a like a voldemort head <laughs> he comes with that is some sort of reference to a comic book character um and i'm sure it's very cool but i didn't read that and so it's pointless to me and again they're so fucking spot on with that 89 alfred yeah, uh, it really that, is. that is that is definitely the one i'm going with i will I will gladly stand that behind my NECA uh, Michael Keaton Batman figure, and it will be amazing. And that's really all I have to say about that. It's great. I can't wait for it. The end. Great. All right. I think I'm up for the next round. Here. You are up for the next couple, my friend. Uh, Power Rangers time, guys. So Hasbro announced the next wave of lightning figures, which looks pretty cool. I think we knew everybody who was going to be in this wave for a while but now we actually see who's in it so it's yeah. uh beast more for red oh, go ahead go ahead I have, I have a question but go ahead beast more for red beast more for gold uh mighty morphin pink ranger and magna defender i am i am excited about the pink ranger i think she looks really good but their faces are just off enough to annoy me yeah, and I, I know it's still like the best that we've ever gotten, so I don't mean to complain, but like I don't know, like I feel like, like Kimberly, like something, something arbitrary is wrong there. Like, like her face needed to be pulled down a little bit more or something. You know what I mean? Like, it's just not quite there. It seems like the heads of the, um, uh, of the more recent Rangers, like the head of the Dino Charge Red Ranger and the two Beast Morphers are very good. And well, the heads probably, of the people where they have to go back and look at like old footage right. from 20 years ago aren't as accurate. Like, I, I assume that the newer guys are going in for face scans. Could be. And the older guys are probably going in for face scans and then they're being fixed. But whoever's fucking fixing it ain't doing a good job. Um, I was like, it, it, it's weird because you can totally see like, even in the, like right now I'm looking at the red Ranger two pack or the, you know, red and black Ranger two pack. Um, yeah, the one with the good head and the bad head. Right. 
And so the the one with the smiling face, like from far away, is like dead on. The closer you get to it, the less dead on it becomes. And then the not smiling face is not quite frowning, but it's like a pooping face. <laughs> it's like he's concentrating and he's kind of like, oh, I'm kind of into it, but you know, uh, you know, you know which face I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it's not good. It's not a good look. Um, and again, Kimberly was when I saw the in package picture, I was like, oh shit, that looks really good. And then I saw the actual picture of them showcasing the head and I was like, oh shit. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> so uh, I'm, I don't know. I'm kind of hoping that maybe when I see it in person, like I, re- I think that the Tommy head is pretty decent uh, yeah, on okay. the White Ranger. Um, definitely better than the figure arts one. Um, but still, like, I, I just couldn't. I've yet to pull the trigger on the White Ranger. Um, mostly because I feel like I've got, you know, I have my figure arts Tommy. And I feel like if I go down this road, I'm going to have to get rid of my figure arts Tommy because I'm not going to have two Tommies. And I'm not going to let my one figure arts Tommy either outshine or be just out of place with the rest of them, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it's going to depend a lot on if they give me a single pack of that Green Ranger because I don't really want a putty. Yeah, speaking of which, let's move on and talk about that. So there's going to be a Green Ranger Putty Patroller 2-pack. The Green Ranger is the Fighting Spirit version of the character, where the um, there's a silver stripe, on or two silver stripes, I guess, on the helmet for no apparent reason. Mm -hmm. Um, And it makes me wonder, we had talked about this in the past, about how the um, the figure arts Green Ranger is a little bit more teal than green. Right. And I actually have it in my hand right now. Yeah, traditionally, like the American Ranger toys, the Green Ranger is always like a very bright, a brighter green. Right. Um, and on the original show, it was such that like, basically it's the same. The Japanese footage was more of a teal suit and the American footage was more of a bright green suit. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if maybe they will do like this figure is clearly the brighter green with the stripe. Um, and then he comes with the uh, uh, sword of darkness or whatever it was called. The evil swords. Eh, they always come with that. <laughs> um, but I'm wondering if the regular retail release of this figure will be without the stripe, uh, more of a um, teal or green color. And then without the sword of darkness, mm. sword of evil, whatever it's called. What's it called? I don't remember, but the evil sword of evil. But anyway, I, I assume this is gonna there's gonna be a um a retail release of this figure because they wouldn't just do the fighting spirit mold and then never release the normal one. That's right. And, and again, the mold. for the Green Ranger, I, I feel like it's such that they're gonna they're gonna re-release it. They're yeah. gonna probably re-release it a bunch. <laughs> the um the Dragon Shield looks good. You know what I kinda hope though, Pat? This mm-hmm. is this is a weird thing to hope for, but I really want someday for them to make a an American suit Green Ranger where the the dragon shield just looks like shit. <laughs> you know, you know it's like maybe we can entirely... maybe we can just make it ourselves. We'll get some foam and some like gold lame. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and just a hot glue gun. And... Yeah, yeah. 
I think I think that sounds like a custom job that needs to be a custom made. All right. And anyway, the Putty Patroller comes with um, I don't know how many hands, but he comes with I think two regular hands and then the ball hand and the sword hand because random putties would have random weapons for hands right. from time to time in the Japanese footage. I don't think that I don't think that ever happened in the American footage because I don't think they ever sent over any additional gloves or maybe they had to make new gloves or something. I don't know. But uh, anyway, yeah, so that's happening. And that's that's pretty cool. You can pre-order that now pretty much anywhere. And it looks awesome. And, and like, I don't know, I'm looking at the Kimberly head again. It's not that bad. It's just not. There's just something about it that's not quite there. I'm still trying to figure out <clears throat> when I finally set these up somewhere. If I'm going to display them in Ranger helmet or in civilian helmet, like holding their helmet. Civilian, uh -huh. civilian head holding the helmet. Um, the Magna Defender doesn't come with a civilian head. His helmet doesn't come off. I mean, it does, but um, he doesn't come with his his Mike Corbett head. So fair enough, I guess. I maybe why. maybe that actor wouldn't sign off on their likeness rights or something. It's possible. I mean, there was a joke in the comic that he's one of the few characters who never takes his helmet off, but that oh. was just because there was no like on the show. The character in the Japanese footage, like that's just what he looks like. He's a guy who looks like a, he's not he's not a morphing. He's character. not a morphing character. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, but in the American footage, they made him into a morphing character, and uh, maybe maybe they did that in a manner of like they're thinking about overseas sales. Like no, if not. we if we stick a fucking head in there, they're gonna be weird weirded out kids over in Japan. In Japan <laughs> we're like what? Japan does not care about the lightning collection. I guarantee it. This is why yeah. they stopped making Sentai figure arts. Uh -huh. No one, no one's buying them. Nobody bought them. I bought all of them. I didn't even buy. I didn't even buy all of them. It's my fault. <laughs> it is your fault. It's my fault. I only it have is the all Mighty your Morphin fault. And I the, do uh, love Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Akiba Rangers. It's okay. funny, isn't it? What is? Just the the nostalgia I have for the Mighty Morphin, and I just you know, I've tried many times. Because of your prompting, I've been like, yeah, you know, maybe I'll, I'll try. And no, I just can't. <laughs> just, I just can't get into the other stuff. But Why aren't you watching RPM yet? <sighs> no. Just my no. kids, my kids have watched Wild Force through like eight times. At least. I mean, that's cool. My kid fell off the second they started getting rid of our <laughs> Mighty Morphin characters. Hmm. Rocky and Adam and Cat showed up, and she's like, "What is going on? Can we start this over?" Those, like are, you, those are still you Mighty Morphin it. characters. I get it, man. That's what I'm saying, though. Like we 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 ducked out before Mighty Morphin even ended. We couldn't handle it. God, you never even made it to Countdown to Destruction. I didn't. No. Vulcan Skull's true. finest hour. Well, I I trust that that is true, but <laughs> I, before bed, I have I sometimes tell my kids the legend of the Forever Red. Yes, I'm, to, I'm aware. To help them fall asleep. Anyway, speaking of uh, giant crossovers, sometime next year, there's going to be, as part of season two of Beast Morphers, they're going to do the giant all-dinosaur-themed ranger crossover that we were speculating about at some point. Well, that In, sounds fun. When uh, Kyori Uger was the, was the current Sentai, they did a crossover movie, because they always do a crossover movie with the previous season. They did a crossover movie with Go, Go Busters, which is the current season of Beast Morphers. Okay. Mm -hmm. So 
in that in that movie, they brought back the previous two dinosaur themed teams, uh, the Dino Thunders and the Mighty Morphins, and they had a big the four teams fought uh, new versions of the main bad guys from each of the three dinosaur themed shows. And it's going to be interesting because the I think the bad guy who was a new bad guy from the Dino Thunder series, you know, the the Sentai version act they used that suit as the main bad guy for dino charge oh so okay. uh, it's gonna it could be weird but one of the bad guys is goldar nice nice i do love me some goldar and we does that figure for, out yet that figure's not out yet no it is not but it, we saw a photo of it in box and it still looks as good as it did before um a little less gold i think paint than we thought but it's molded entirely in gold and is uh, the gold paint is applied like to give it um, like some relief or, you know, or some like a uh, mm-hmm. contrast. It looks, it looks okay. Anyway, I'm down. I'm down. Jason is coming back for the, the big crossover event. We don't know who else, but we've been told that several other of the, of the actors have been uh, seen in, I forget where this show is filmed. New Zealand. New Zealand Everything's probably. filmed in New Zealand. Yeah. So, cool it's very cool they're done filming the season two if i recall but they're not done necessarily filming this crossover i think i'm not 100 percent sure on that but it's it's weird because like season two is half aired or season one has only aired half of it itself it, it airs itself i guess season two is done filming but won't air till next year they still haven't released the zord toys yet i'm wow. still i'm waiting Anyway, I'm excited. This is going to be cool. I've been looking forward to whether or not they were going to adapt that uh, that series for quite some time, that movie, which is mm-hmm. called, by the way, um, I have to look it up because it's such a great uh, movie title. Uh-huh, uh-huh. The movie is called uh, Juden Sentai Kyoryuja vs. Go Busters Dinosaur Great Battle Farewell Eternal Friends. <laughs> you're right that was that was great and totally worth waiting to hear <laughs> that's out of all of the weird like in like paragraph length titles for japanese movies of the like sentais and stuff that one is a hundred percent my favorite one <laughs> it's like three sentences that don't need to be there right delightful okay pat it's time it's time. It's time. Masters of the Universe. Oh my God, Brian! Wow, <laughs> this is just. All right, this is well, I think that's almost said. Let's too much. This is too much. So, so the weekend started off like we already we already heard you know rumblings about this. There was the exclusive, which I so far we don't know if Mattel is giving us a chance to uh hit up online or not nobody has given us any heads up on if there's any left nobody knows mm-hmm. um but uh but the two pack they put out really amazing super super cool um brian did i make you watch the uh commercial thing that mattel made i think so but i don't know so if they made you, a you might stop- have sent it to me and I might have said, hey, that looks awesome. But I didn't, right, really, watch you didn't really watch it. That sounds about right. Um, they made a stop motion animation film using both vintage figures 
and um, the He-Man and Prince Adam two-pack um, showcasing why the new figures are awesome because it was, it was very funny. Uh, the long and the short of it is Prince Adam is uh, hanging out and all of a sudden Skeletor, Whiplash, and Clawful, I think, come out of nowhere to attack him. And he, you know, runs away because he's still Prince Adam and he's, his animation is very smooth and he's he's running. When they're running, they, they are showcasing the obvious limitations of the original articulation by having their legs, like, swivel awkwardly. <laughs> um and so Prince Adam gets to a clearing, looks around, pulls out the sword, becomes He-Man, and then just starts, like, kicking their asses, and it's really awesome. Um, it, it, it ends, though, with Skeletor falling down. Like, He-Man sidesteps him and I think maybe trips him, which is not really a heroic move, but whatever. Um, and then Skeletor, like, can't get back up because his articulation sucks. And he's trying to reach for his staff, but He-Man just like nudges it away from him <laughs> further with his foot. Um, the fact that they put so much time and effort into this makes me so happy because they are obviously back on board. Um, that was that was our first like hint that okay, I think I think they're back on board. Um, then there were these massive amounts of. Uh, Mega Construct reveals. Um, for those of you who don't know, Mega Constructs are uh, basically Mega Blocks action figures. They're about an inch, inch and a half tall. Um, and they're fully articulated, really awesome action figures. As you might expect from a Mega Blocks, you could take them all apart, put them all back together in many different ways if you wanted to, but you wouldn't want to. Um, they put out Castle Grayskull, um, which was astoundingly expensive, uh, something like $250. Uh, but it is a wonderfully in-scale Castle Grayskull. It is probably the best scaled Castle Grayskull ever to come out. Mm -hmm. um, it's got three floors. Everybody looks appropriate when they're inside of it. Um, it's massive, just massive. If ever I find it on a really good sale, I'll probably buy it. But it's it's a lot of money and a lot of retail space that I don't have in my house, <laughs> you know. Um, but now we've got so they, they released that. They also released the Wind Raider, which came with a He-Man and a Skeletor. Very mm -hmm. cool sets. Um, I don't know exactly how these are all being released, but they showed us there's going to be a Point Dread and a talent fighter set um, it, that possibly looks to include, you have to guess right now because they didn't tell us. Um, it looks like a Zodak and a battle armor Skeletor and a white sorceress. I don't know. She's all in white. I can't remember what that signifies. Um, and a Panthor hmm. seem to all come in that set. Um, then there is my very favorite vehicle, the, the actual, um, jet sled, um, not, you know, it, it, it was the front of the battle Ram. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but I loved, I always loved that figure or that, you know, that vehicle that comes with like mini comics, uh, Prince Adam and alternate yellow armor beast man. 
and and maybe Scareglow. I don't know. He's there, <laughs> but he is also currently being released as a a single pack figure. He's gonna glow though, right? He does glow. He, okay. he in fact glows. Um, then we see a proper filmation Prince Adam. Uh, Zodak, Zodak is also Zodak and Scareglow are out now. If you can find them, I haven't found them yet. Um, then there look to be Skeletor and Evil Lynn and different paint decos than we've had before. Fisto is coming. Uh, Stinkor is coming, which means Merman is coming. I think Merman might be piloting uh, the Rotan. I can't really tell from this picture. I'll have to look. At other angles, yes, he is. Um, Faker in battle armor. Um, just such a He-Man and Battle Cat. Look like maybe they come with the Merman and Rotan. Yeah, it's the Rotan versus Battle Cat Fall 2020. Um, mini comic Stratos. I mean, these there's some really fun and deep cuts um, it looks like there's a, a weird two pack of He-Man versus Beast-Man. Like they are going all out. Um, I'm going to see if I can see uh, all they. Oh, OK. The MCX Heroes Motu series. So maybe they're putting out a whole wave of just them, um, which would be pretty cool. Um, let's see. Yeah, that's. That's all I can see. There were there were little like placards that you can make out depending upon the picture. Um, oh, so cool. I, I love having these. Um, I keep mine on my desk at work. That's that's where my whole col collection of these is. Um, the Skeletor, one of these Skeletors is very obviously filmation painted. So that's pretty cool. Um, Sky Sled. Yep. Very, very neat. Um Every time I look at that Castle Grayskull, I wanted a little more. <laughs> mm -hmm. But anyway, lots of cool stuff coming down the pike from that. And PowerCon is right around the corner, so I'm sure that they held back at least a little something-something to tell us about there, too. Uh, maybe not with that line, though, because that was just the tip of the fucking Masters of the Universe iceberg. Really going to earn that parental advisory. Um, so... They are full on launching the Masters of the Universe Origins line. That will continue from the two pack that we got um, as the exclusive. Part of me is kind of bummed, though. The vintage style He-Man head is not included with He-Man. So it is it is just the it is the Prince Adam or the Savage He-Man head. Didn't you tell me that be, last time? Uh, is this new information or no? This is definitely new information. We did not know this before. Well, I knew. I probably should have just told you. Probably, probably. Um, I the, we we got to see Skeletor for the first time, and I love it. He's got like a open. I he could be cackling. He could be yelling. I don't know, but it's it's enough of a difference where it's like fuck. I have to have that. <laughs> I'm a you know I'm a Skeletor completist. Um, and it's just, it's really cool. Like the sculpt is just nicely updated while still being very vintage. The body is just, it hits every mark for me. You know, it gives us brand new fun articulation while also completely, definitely being the Skeletor I used to play with when I was a kid. 
So, Pat, are you on the uh, the toy arc? Are you on the link that's in the show notes? Yes, I am. Okay, go down. You got the grid of like four across, and then however many down. Yes. Okay, go to uh, row two, column four, the last one in row two. Okay, Skeletor. Uh huh. Okay. Now, imagine this. This uh, this Skeletor figure has just walked out onto a stage, turned to the audience, and said. Oh, hey, I didn't see you there. And then proceeds to do a, a monologue about growing up in a suburban community. Delightful. Delightful. Uh, <laughs> moving along. I, th- I appreciate that. Um, I will say this, though, that I am I am super bummed that at least at this time, uh, there is not an Alcala-style um, Skeletor head. I don't know what that uh, is. It's the mini comics, you know, where okay. he, he looked much more ghastly hmm. um, because that's what basically that's the savage He-Man head that we got is based on the mini comics. Um, so there were there were several more reveals um, that I'm a little sad that they're not in this link. Um, so we are also getting Tila, Evelyn. Beast Man that looks kind of like mini comic Beast Man. He's more red, you know, uh, more red, less orange. Mm-hmm. And my favorite being Man at Arms with the stash, which is weird because Super Seven is also giving us a straight up vintage style figure that looks more like filmation. So he has a stash. It's very interesting. I don't know. We're going to see how that plays out. Um, it has been revealed these will be a retail line, which I'm so stoked about. Um, they will have a mini comic and they will retail for $14.99. Um, I think that's a little bit on the high side, but they come with a mini comic. So I'm going to give it a pass. Plus, it's He-Man. Obviously, I was going to fucking buy it anyway. So <laughs> the, the, the hope is I'm going to be able to walk into Walmart or Target or whatever and just buy a fucking Skeletor anytime I want. Just, just and that is, we'll have a shelf. mountain of Skeletors any day, any day I want one. Um, the packaging was revealed. It is totally vintage. It seemed like maybe it was just a touch, like it was amped up just a touch. It was recreated. So it's nice and crisp and, and pretty looking. Um, but it's, it's the same red and blue, you know, Rocky burst thing. Um, just beautiful, wonderful nostalgia. I'm very excited um, to put to bed any any issues. I did, uh, you know, they, they talked to Super 7 after all this because Super 7 is also still making Masters of the Universe product. They said their license is not over. It's not been revoked. They are still making product, but they are working with Mattel to make sure that they're not stepping on their feet. Basically, they don't want to be releasing the exact same product slightly differently at the same time, you know? So, um, yeah, it I'm, does, sure, it, I'm sure Mattel was really anxious to jump on this. I mean, that, that's obvious right now. Mattel has a, a lot of stuff coming their way. They've talked about, you know, um, in the Pixel Dan videos, they 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 did some in-depth talking about how, yep, 2021, a movie is coming out in 2021 
So this is the first big sign that I think they're really serious. This is going to happen. They're obviously pulling the brand back. Mattel is really hoping, much like it was 35 years ago, that (laughs) this movie is going to save them, I think, because Mattel is kind of circling the drain, as it were. Um, but they are, they are giving it their all and they're listening because people are, people are here. The the fans are here. They're buying the product. I probably to the detriment of my, my better judgment, I'm going to buy most of this shit, whether I need it or want it, <laughs> I'm going to buy it, you know? How are we going to uh, have room with all those unicrons though? I, I don't know. I, well, like I said, I'm going to juggle them. Just in a constant state of juggling $500 unicrons. I'm going to make a million on my YouTube channel, though. That's that's really that's where the money's at. Um, I am going to move this along because I have like two quick hits I want to get to at the very end of this podcast that we don't even have links for. Mm-hmm. Um, but the very the very last thing that we were going to talk or to, Oh, fuck, man, it's not the last thing. Wow, we have so much to talk about. So this is a very quick hit. This is the weirdest shit that came out of Comic-Con. For whatever reason, Mattel was like, you know what? We're pushing Masters of the Universe, so guess what? We're having Masters of the WWE, motherfucker. I think they were high. I Maybe. Maybe. These toys, first of all, it's weird because these toys seem to be further along in development then the origins line. Yeah, then the the actual Masters toys who are using these bodies. Right. And it's also interesting the 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 things that they show here really give us a good inkling on what's probably coming in the line. Um now again, I, I don't mean to constantly reference Pixel Dan, but he is the best source of news for this sort of thing. Um he had the figures and he figured out figured it out, get it? Um these figures have the ability to snap apart at the waist. And so he Hmm. asked them and they said that is not a design flaw. That is a design feature. These figures are fully interchangeable with each other. Hmm. So you might buy like, and I think I've, I've always said that this would be cool. How cool would it be if you just bought the battle damage pack and it just came with new chests and you snapped them on your existing figure. That'd be pretty cool. You know what I mean? <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, it would be really, really neat if that's how it works. But who's to say? So in this line, they there's there's like a tiny bit of a story, I guess. The packaging is really weird. It's it's mostly a Masters of the Universe uh, themed, but it looks I don't know. I I, I get offended by this kind of stuff because like I could have made this look better for you guys. Um, but it, it it is what it is. It's here. Um, it's called the Masters of the WW universe is what there is. I don't know. They took the F and the E off. Um, but I, I, I don't know. I guess that would be Masters of the World Wrestling Universe, maybe. OK, yeah, okay. Uh, that make, it sounds um, better when you spell it out. Right. They none of these guys have action features, so do not look for the the power swivel punch. Um, they have 
what is boasted on their packaging as power posing because they're highly articulated. <laughs> um, I, there's a couple or there, there's one that I came up with that I really feel like they missed out on not doing, but triple H is the villain. He is the evil skull, something of Kings, King of Kings, evil skull, King of Kings. Um, and John Cena is the hero. Uh, so, but I mean, they didn't do a very good job of making Triple H look like Skeletor, but they really went out of their way to try to make, uh, John Cena look like he, man, like he's got, like everything is like, he's wearing jorts, (laughs) (laughs) but he has a harness on, but the center of the harness, instead of like the iron cross is like some logo that he would wear his on his (laughs) t-shirt. I don't know. Um, there's a faker version of him. The ultimate warrior just looks kind of like, I don't know. He's got some belts across his chest. And if they're not championship belts, they really missed out. Cause that would have been funny. Um, there's a guys I don't know that are, I don't know what they're doing. Like sting. I don't know if you remember. I don't know if you know any of these characters. No. Um, sting looks like the crow. But uh, he has uh, he has Clawful's claw <laughs> and some sort of like weird stinger attachment for his other hand um, character. This character, I don't even know. There's always a couple of them. Um, so he's Manny faces. Uh, Triple H has some terror claw claws on. Um, there's a guy who seems to maybe be trying to be beast man. I don't really know. Um, I don't know. I, the, the thing that intrigues me about this line is that because of that, uh, connectability, like these might be cool for custom pieces. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, what's really, it blows my mind that they did this. There is a castle gray skull themed wrestling ring that they're putting out. It's, it's the, got like a Rocky mountain sides that are cast in that, green plastic and it comes with like a little weapons rack kind of a thing. Um, very odd, very interesting. One of the figures that they had concept art for, but not a toy of that. I'm, I think it's the only one I'm really excited about. It's macho man at arms. (laughs) (laughs) And he has, uh, his battle damage chest. (laughs) So, uh, that was pretty rad. Um, I still think they're on like a moratorium on using Hulk Hogan in any of this stuff because of his racist talk. So I don't think he's allowed to be in part any of this. That's unfortunate because I think Hulk Hogan is a really good fit for the He-Man universe. Um, There, like I said, there was a faker John Cena. I, I don't know. This line is very extensive and I think it's very weird. Um, and again, there's already more characters in this line that they're showing than there is on the actual Masters of the Universe Origins line. Um, and like, like I said, there's the one character who's utilizing the um, the head for Manny Faces. So obviously Manny Faces is probably coming. Mm-hmm. Um, the Terror Claw arms look more like the classics. So I honestly think they just took the ones off the classics and repurposed them. So I doubt that necessarily means we're getting 
a terror claw Skeletor. But the fact that Sting comes with Clawful's Clawful arm, that probably means we're getting a Clawful. Um, and the rest of them seem pretty standard. You know, they're a lot of repainted stuff. That's about it. Uh, but very odd. Just a very, very odd thing. I, I will probably pick up a couple if they do. Um, oh, the one I... I the one I thought of that was like, how did you guys not think of this? Rock on as the rock. Oh, well, he, he would I, literally turn into a rock. I he would say, literally I, be the rock. I think that you're thinking too in the box. <laughs> this is an out of the box kind of a, a, a line here. I guess, I guess, but Who's the guy I, who looks I like don't super know. shredder. I, that's Triple H. Okay. I think. Okay. There, there are two Triple H's. Oh, okay. So, right. anyway, this, this is happening. There's also a Ghostbusters uh, mashup with the WWE. Hmm. You can kind of see them reflecting in some of the the pictures. They're off to the left. Um, that's interesting to me. <laughs> I don't know that that again. I don't know why that needed to happen, but it did. You know, if they there. if they did a Transformers mashup with the WW, whatever, WWX, uh-huh. Uh-huh. I would not care in the slightest. Yeah, I, I'm actually I'm relatively intrigued by that. I wonder how they could do that, but let's not put too much thought into it. Uh, they would, be, they would turn into robot versions of themselves. Oh, that's terrible. And then, then it would come with a small figure of them that would pilot the... That's what they did for Star Wars. Right. And I hated that. Me too. Okay, what are we doing? Mezzoco? Um, Mezzoco. Um, Mezco has got some cool stuff coming. Some weird choices and some amazing choices. That's so, the theme of the night. Um, Mezco's got their 112 Collective, uh, which is amazing. I only own one of them, but it's one of my my prized possessions, and it's their Popeye figure. And now they're coming out with a Bluto. And I got to say, it's really fucking cool. Um, I don't know if it's cool enough to justify the 90 bucks, though. I, I, I'm i not. We're going to see where I am in the summer of 2020. <laughs> Uh, and if I'm, if I'm rolling in dough, I'm getting one. And if I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to work extra hard to get one. That's, that's, I think the moral of the story here. Um, it's very cool looking though, but it's not, like I said, the Popeye one was like, I had to have it. I, I bent over backwards. I, I sold shit. I was like, I am getting this toy. Um, the Bluto, I is not, not the same feeling still. It just is amazing but just not not as necessary in my book. Um, so they are also putting out a line that I'm very excited about called Five Points. And it is basically Kenner Star Wars figures. You know, it's just basic five points of articulation, reaction type figures. Um, the lines that they're, they're starting off with include The Warriors, a movie... I have uh, never seen, but feel like I've seen due to all the the pop culture references. Um, uh, this line, I'm, I'm actually I'm pretty stoked about it. They're doing a really cool Scooby Doo line, um, very extensive. Um, the figures all look 
spot on, you know, it mm-hmm. looks like something you would have bought in the sixties and seventies, you know, yeah, it looks better than that. Um, true. Um, and then here's, here's one that really intrigues me is that they're doing a Batman 66 line, which Funko just did. <laughs> But I will I will be the first to tell you these guys are doing it better. Like the sculpts are really amazing on these. I I'm a big fan of this. Depending upon how difficult these are to get and uh, how much they are, I think I might be in on these. Um, also, there's a Birdman, not to be confused with Harvey Birdman. Mm-hmm. Um, Space Ghost, not to be confused with Space Ghost Coast to Coast. Same space ghost. Um, nope, different. Um, the Scooby Doo has a a bunch of good villains. I'm I'm excited about that. And then out of nowhere comes probably one of my favorite reveals of this whole convention. They are doing a line of Max Fletcher style Superman figures. For those of you who don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. You've probably seen them because they're they're like free <laughs> uh, public domain now, I think. But these were the first animated adventures of Superman made by the Max Fletcher Studio. The Max Fletcher Studio was known for its high quality animation. It is uh, renowned for for its beautiful animation, so much so that they used to the way they used to animate things is they would film actors portraying everything and then have their animators sit and draw over those people. So the movements were all fluid and realistic. Um, and, and they're to this day, they're some of the greatest cartoons out there. Um, so I'm super excited. If you couldn't tell uh, about this, this tell. line, the, um, the, um, let me interject the, yeah, please. the Max Fletcher, I think it's the one where he fights this, this robot actually uh-huh. was one of the first times that I ever saw Superman doing anything when yeah. I was a kid. That was my introduction to Superman. I think mine was too, to be honest. Cause why it was, it was funny. We had this weird, like Warner brothers tape at my grandparents' house that had a bunch. It actually had some of the like bad racist stuff on there. Um, I wonder if they still have the tape, if it's worth anything. <laughs> no, no, destroy it. Anyway, well, what would happen is after these like three or four Bugs Bunny cartoons, the tape would fuzz out like tapes usually do. But if you waited like two minutes, all of a sudden these Superman adventures started. So it was it was out of sheer laziness that we just discovered because nobody got up to turn the television off after it fuzzed. And all of a sudden these and, and and I feel like there was three or four of them. Like maybe they made a bunch of Superman tapes and they're like, ah, these aren't selling. Better record over them with these Porky Pig adventures. <laughs> uh, but whatever the reason, they that's how I was introduced to it. And then later I remember that's really getting, weird. Um, I, I, I got a, you know, an actual tape. I found like one of the, the video store and I was like, well, these are just like the ones at the end of my Porky Pig tape. (laughs) Um, but this, I'll be honest with you. I got to look it up. I want to say this robot is named something highly insensitive, (laughs) (laughs) 
one of the adventures is definitely called Superman and the Japa Tours. Oh, boy. Um, and I, I feel like this robot may have been a Japa Tour, but I, I haven't watched them in a long time. Um, um, please do. Please do. This robot definitely... What it, what it would do is it would come in, you know, out of nowhere. It was all remote controlled with radio waves and uh, it would open its chest and steal money and jewels and such. And uh, and Lois Lane, the intrepid reporter as she was, um, went in and just like took some of the jewels out and stowed herself in there. Uh, and then, of course, she got herself in some hot water and Superman came to save her. So this set, as far as we know, has got four figures in it. The four figures are perfect. Uh, you've got the Superman in the beautiful Max Fletcher style with the black background on the S and the yellow trim uh, on the diamond and the red S. Um, you've got this crazy, you know, 50s style looking robot. Um and then you got Super or Clark Kent and Lois Lane, and I must have all of them. <laughs> there is no question; these are all for me. Um, very like excited. Called the Mechanical Monsters. Okay, thank goodness. I, I got to find out which one was the Japa Tour. Not going to do it right now. Um, and so then, on top of that, so this set is amazing. All of these five-point figures I've mentioned so far are amazing. And then they hit me with the fucking amazingness that is the Adams Family. I am a huge Adams Family fan. Now, of course, I would have rather this line be all based on the uh, television show. But this is based on the new uh, movie. And the new movie is very, very much based on the original drawings Um for the the comic strip and so these are wonderful they're great i adore the style i love everything about them and again i feel like i must have the whole set <laughs> this is the first time if they all actually get released this is the first time that we'll be able to get a complete family the only other time that they've made Adam's Family toys was back when there was a cartoon show. Do you remember the cartoon show? Do you remember the toys? I do. So they made Gomez, Morticia, Lurch, Uncle Fester, Pugsley, and Grandmama, and they never made Wednesday. <laughs> and I have that whole set, and it just... Whenever they do that, where they're just like, just one more figure would have made it okay. I would have rathered have two. I would have had, I would like Cousin It. Uh, and there, there was, and it was on the back of the box too, of course. Like that was the, the kick in the pants. Is that on the back of the box, coming soon was Wednesday, a wind up thing. And I, I want to say Cousin It was there. Um, but thing you didn't really miss because uh, in each package came a thing. Every every character came with a thing that was specific to that character. Like Uncle Fester had a thing and he was holding like the plunger on some dynamite. And uh, Morticia had a thing that had a vine wrapped around him. And I, I think maybe Gomez's thing had a sword like they were fighting. I don't I don't remember them all, but they were very spot on to each character. Um. 
And I, again, I, I don't know. I love the Adams family. I think that they're just a marvelous creation and I'm really excited that they're being put out in such great toys. Um, now Mezco, it is Mezco, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I was, I was screwing that up earlier when I was looking for this story. Um, Mezco has put out some of my favorite toys ever. So I have a lot of faith in them. Um, it's really a matter of though, where am I going to find these? I feel like these originally would have been available in the adult uh, type section at Toys R Us. You know, I might have been able to find these toys. Now, who the fuck knows? I guess on the internet, maybe. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, I don't but know. I am excited. I am excited about them. <laughs> um, they they do they've done well. They've done very well. Um, and speaking of things that are done well, companies, companies that make some of my favorite things, NECA, NECA is, they really, they really have a connection to what I like. I don't know why. I don't know how they, they seem to pick my brain while I sleep or something. I don't know. Um, but these, this current run of Ninja Turtle merchandise that they've been putting out is amazing just amazing um the only the biggest problem that i have with them is their distribution Mm. um with these sets now they the there it's not really their fault i guess i should put out there um they don't actively have the rights to do what they're doing. And so what they're doing, they have to do in a very specific way to get into our hands. And so they currently, they're releasing these, you know, animated series style figures um, with my, my favorite part about them is they include the line work in the art. And I, I just love it. I don't know why more companies don't do it. It works so well on an action figure to include the actual, you know, drawing. When you're trying to convey a 2D object into 3D, it really sells stuff to complete the lines that you would normally see on a cartoon show. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Um, so this, this we, we saw the Bebop and Rocksteady. We knew they were coming. Um, we saw, uh, just, we saw right before Comic-Con, they showed... Uh, Leatherhead and um, how I can't remember his name. The robot turtle metalhead uh, metalhead metalhead yeah. uh, and slash. So those guys all look amazing. Love it. Um, but the ones that really got me are these, this Casey Jones and this April O'Neil. Yeah. Both. Of those. I, I gotta have them. One of the I... things you were saying about like the the line work and everything, like it makes you more forgiving of things not being exactly to proportion or exactly right. the way it would be in real life because you're just your eye is just like, yeah, we're looking at a cartoon. Of course, it's imperfect, right. and it and it looks the right way. You know what I mean? Like it looks the way you think it should look because you feel like you're looking at a two dimensional image, like Casey Jones's mask doesn't translate super well to three dimensions, but you just put that little line under his nose and on his cheeks. And you're like, you know what? No, that looks good. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's and I mean, like looking at his hockey stick and the way they have it all lined out, like it doesn't matter how you hold it. It still looks like it's a drawing. You know what I mean? Like, it's just so cool. Um, the April is at a weird angle. Like the, the first picture you see of her, I don't really like. But then you see there's another picture of her down there where it's like, oh, OK, I see it. it it's all good. Um, the thing that I am I am worried about, I, I guess worried is the word I'll go with. I assume that these will all be packaged with a foot soldier. Like the the two pack is not going to be Casey and April and Bebop and Rocksteady because that's too simple. It's too straightforward. It's too good to be true. That said, there's also like designs on like four or five different new uh, foot soldiers where they're different battle damages or what have you. One of them's wearing a policeman's hat, and you know, it's it's all leading me to believe that I'm going to have to pay way more money than I want to. I still have, I've never seen the the first wave. Never seen it. I still need the shredder because I decided just to f- stick with my figure arts turtles. Um, but I want, I bought, I bought Krang on the secondhand market, paid like 40 bucks for just Krang when I should have paid 50 for Krang and Leo. And I'm sure I'll be paying more than that for shredder. And probably more than that for April and Casey, but whatever. Like it's, it's just one of those. This is one of those times where I'm okay with having to pay the extra money to secure the figure because they're so good. How can you get these uh, play sets that they are standing on? That is, you can have the city street uh, or you know, like the building one. They sell. NECA sells a a generic one. Um, and they also sold a turtle specific one that was specific to the movies. It had April O'Neill's uh, TV channel uh, signage on the side, but I think it's about 150 bucks or maybe 200 bucks. How do you get the um, inside of the Technodrome set? That one so far is uh, is not available, but it's got some. I don't know. It's all gonna. Monsters in it. I saw that. I saw that. Um, this could possibly all just be custom made awesomeness. Um, but it is pretty damn good. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it out there that, uh, like these, this looks production, you know what I mean? Like it is, it is well made. Um, it doesn't look like it's so just there to be a diorama. It is possible that this is a playset that could be coming, but again, expect to pay like two hundred dollars for it, and it to be an exclusive. Well, sub, if I'm going to pay that much for it, it better turn into a planet. <laughs> oh, it does. A pizza planet. Uh, anyway, um, so I know, I know what it is. I made the reference, man. Oh. Um, so yeah, those are those are fantastic. Um, and I just wanted to bring up real fast because this technically would be the end of the show. Um, but there were two other things at Comic-Con that I was like, I have to have to have to talk about. Um, one of which I can't remember at the moment. But the other is the reveal that the CW's Crisis on Infinite Earths. Did you hear about this? Mm-hmm. They are going to have Brendan Roth as Kingdom Come Superman. 
And I think that's just about the coolest thing. <laughs> there, um, I actually was hoping he was just going to be Superman Returns Superman. Well, I did too, but I think that, well, because here's the other, I don't know if you heard the follow-up news, is that apparently Burt Ward is going to also play Robin, yeah. and Linda Carter is also going to play Wonder Woman. And so all those things combined, those guys have to be in the Kingdom Come universe. Okay, that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like old Wonder Woman, old Robin, old Superman all come together. Plus, I, I want to say I heard somewhere that Brandon Roth had a very specific stipulation in the in the notion of him playing Superman again. And maybe that was it, that it had to be Kingdom Come Superman. Um, I also I, I heard I feel like this is hearsay, but, you know, we'll talk about it for a moment. Um, I heard that Tom Welling was also possibly in talks to come come back as a version of Superman as well. Mm. Um, I mean, I, I doubt that they can get Henry Cavill, but uh, to get most of the living Supermen, I don't know what Dean Cain's up to. I know he was on he was on the CW shows. You know, he he was there. So it's not like I doubt. I don't think they can't get a hold of him. Um, what would really be amazing, though, and I doubt they – oh, I know they can't do part of it, but it would be amazing if they could get uh, Kevin Conroy as a Batman and uh, Tim Daly as a Superman. That would be really cool. Um, but again, I, I I hope for too much. They're, they're giving us a lot with this, to be fair. Um, somehow at the end of it all, Arrow is going to be over. <laughs> that, that's – yeah, the, the universe just reboots at the end. Right. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I'm super excited about that. And damn it all, I cannot remember what the, the last thing was that I wanted to bring up. So I guess I'm going to have to bring it up at the uh, when next we meet. I so, guess so. I guess that'll be that. Uh, Try not to remember it while I'm doing the sign off. Right. No, I, I, even if I do, you guys can't have it. You got to come back for more next time. All right. Well, thanks for listening to our, as typical, very long San Diego Comic-Con uh, coverage. You can find our website at jibcast.com. We're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash structured gibberish. We're on Twitter at uh, structured jib. And I'm at underscore B Sokol and Pat's at Green Lantern 999. And we're on all your favorite podcast players. So just go search for them. And we will talk to you next time. Bye. Oh, wait, I remember. Bye.